Principal Matters Podcast Encore Episode. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast. Each week, I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to bring you an encore episode called What We Can Accomplish Together. A couple of years ago, I shared this when I was still serving as principal of Skytook High School. And these are just reflections that I think will be helpful this week as you remember that you cannot accomplish great goals alone. You need others. If you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out my post at my website at williamdparker.com. If you'd like to subscribe for my free ebook, Eight Hats, Essential Rules for School Leaders, you can do so there. Or you can check out my books, Principal Matters or Messaging Matters at my website or at amazon.com. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Thanks for listening and thanks for doing what matters. A few years ago, the European Space Agency had an amazing historical moment when they made a comet landing with the spacecraft Rosetta. I don't know if you paid attention to the news then, but my head was spinning as I listened to the accounts of this spacecraft landing on a comet. Now, I want you to imagine for just a moment Imagine organizing a team of scientists and space engineers whose task it is to design and launch a spacecraft with the goal of intersecting with a comet that is 500 million kilometers from the Earth. Now, I want you to imagine 10 years later, you have launched the spacecraft. It has been en route. It has been monitored by all of your scientists And now your findings show that the spacecraft is indeed crossing the path with its targeted comet. From 500 million kilometers away, your earthbound team of scientists are maneuvering the activation of the spacecraft's previously inert power source. It's been waiting all this time. And finally, from these millions of kilometers away, you activate its power source. It begins to orb around this comet, and it attempts to make a calculated landing. You are so far away that you have to wait a half an hour for the data from the spacecraft to transmit all the way back to Earth so that you even know what the current status is of your spacecraft. And I want you to imagine the images of the comet's surface suddenly appearing on your computer screen, and you realize that this landing has happened. Now, I cannot even imagine the euphoria, the amazement, the thrill, and the adrenaline rush that those scientists must have felt when from 500 million kilometers away, their dream had become a reality. I get excited every time I think about this. So here's my question for the rest of us earthlings, especially those of us who land each day in a school that's not orbiting around the moon, but is located in one place, but it is filled with people who are orbiting around our school. Here's my question for school leaders this week. What challenges are you facing in your school right now or in your leadership right now or in your life right now where you may need some perspective? And so let's take a few lessons from our friends 
who have accomplished amazing feats millions of kilometers away from the earth by working together as teams. So today I want to ask you three questions that I'd like you to ponder about teamwork. Number one, what kind of team are you on? Think about that for just a moment. No one can achieve milestones, especially epic ones like comet landings, by working alone. Monumental accomplishments require teams, and they require teams of like-minded people who share vision, who can collaborate, and who understand how to execute. Your ambitions uh, may not be as galactic as landing on a comet, but our ambitions as school leaders are just as important because we're trying to change the lives of students. And in order to do that, we must depend on others. So question number one, what kind of team are you on? Don't fly solo. Number two, what kinds of commitments do you have? Amazing feats are not accomplished half-heartedly. If you want to reach a goal, you have to be dedicated to finishing whatever you have begun. And I like to remind students, especially when I'm talking to them about their accomplishments, that school is like a marathon. But I believe the same thing about teaching. I believe the same thing about school leadership. You can start off with a big rush of energy, but it's maintaining the momentum, especially in the mundane, tough times, pushing through even during those times and holding on to the hope that you're going to reach the end that can keep your feet moving. I can't imagine how many times these scientists who waited so long to accomplish their goals of landing their spacecraft on a comet, how often in those 10 years did they wonder if it was worth their time? And yet it was maintaining their commitment through the mundane that put them right in the place they needed to be to accomplish their amazing goal. It's not easy, and sometimes it may not even be probable to accomplish your goals But you won't know unless you're committed. And so what kind of commitment do you have? Are you in it for the finish? Because if you set goals, you can't accomplish them without commitment. And number three, are you willing to take calculated risks? If you or your team are going to reach new milestones, then just doing what you've always done isn't going to reach goals if you're trying to go somewhere you've never been. So what is it um, that you're willing to do that you haven't been willing to do before? I can think of a good example of a couple of years ago. I was talking to our the head coach of our football team, and they were in the middle of a winning season. Uh, it was an exciting time. Uh, but three years previous to that, they had seen no wins. They were a young team, and they had struggled and finished the season with zero wins. How could they, in three years, go from zero wins to a record of 10 and one. What made the difference in those three years? Well, I remember having the conversation and my coach said this, he said at that time, he said three years ago, after we had lost all of our games, we asked ourselves, what can we control? What is in our control? We knew we couldn't control how we might match other teams in size or speed, but we did know how we could control the conditions of our players. So they began to push their players in ways they had never pushed them before in routines of workouts and weights and running while still practicing their same uh, drills and plays and strategies and improving on those. And even after their practices at the end of every 
day, they would run and run and run. And as a result, their team became stronger in their performances. In fact, they became strongest during the fourth quarter of games when most of their opponents were wearing down. Now, there's a lot that goes into what makes a winning team. But I was really impressed that they were willing to take some calculated risks with these kids to go directions they hadn't gone before to create the buy-in that was necessary for them to do that, to create a momentum for winning. When we're willing to try things that we haven't tried before, we're willing to take calculated risks, then we're going to accomplish goals that we haven't accomplished before either. So let me summarize those three questions and then give you some application. Here they are again. What kind of team are you on? What kind of commitment do you have? And are you willing to take some calculated risks? Last week, I heard a fantastic presentation by Tim Elmore, who is the leader of an organization called Growing Leaders, and he has lots of curriculum on what he calls habitudes. He uses images in order to create stories or examples. And I saw him put up an image of checkers and chess. And he asked this question, which leader is going to be more effective in the way they work with others? The one who approaches those with whom he works as checkers, where everyone has the same value and moving those is placing one person of value against another person of the same value or skills or strengths, or the leader who approaches leadership like chess, where every member on the board has a different skill or name or talent or role and understanding the strategy that it takes to help each of them move in the directions that best match their strength. And of course, the answer is chess. If we're going to lead effectively with teams, we can't treat everyone exactly the same. Now, we can be firm and fair and consistent, but we can't expect each person to have the same gifts or skills, our outcomes, because everyone with whom we work on a team has different abilities and skills. So as you're approaching your leadership this week, and as you're thinking about your schools and thinking about how to help students accomplish goals, keep that in mind as you look at your own team. What kind of team are you on? How can you harness those different skills and gifts and abilities and temperaments so that you are not working alone, but with them toward reaching your goals? What kinds of commitments do they have with you? And do those commitments need to be revisited so that everyone's on the same team? And are you willing to continue to take calculated risks, just like a good chess player, so that you're moving people in the right directions that match their skills and gifts so that you can reach the goal of winning for your students? Just today, I sat down with my student council members and I talked to them about an upcoming meeting that I have next week, uh, a presentation that we'll do with our school board. And I asked them if they would be a part of that presentation. Because you know what? I can stand up all day long and talk about what goals or ideas that we have for school. But who better than the people whom we are serving and partnering with to accomplish those goals? And so this week, I want you to think about the spaceship that landed on the comet. Who would have ever thought that a man could catch a comet? But it has been done. In monumental events like spacecrafts catching comments or teams winning championships or schools being successful are so inspiring. And amazing possibilities lay ahead for each of us when we're willing to work as teams, commit to reaching shared goals, and when we're willing to take risks to try new strategies. If anything was possible, what would you dream of doing? 
what would you dream of doing for yourself or with your team? Let me encourage you this week to share and to dream together. So now it's your turn. This week, as you're looking at your school and as you're looking at your goals for this school year and for this week or for this day, I want you to remember that anything is possible when you're willing to take the actions necessary. Thank you.